Welcome to the Monday, March 29th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We're talking tournament, we're talking NBA, and a handful of our favorite plays from tonight's slate. And like always, we'll get you in and out in under 10 minutes with everything you need to know. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Alongside Tyler Foljam, I'm Joe Fortenball. The Elite Eight kicks off tonight in Indianapolis. All four games that will be played over the next two days currently feature a favorite of seven and a half or more points. The first game out of the shoot, 7.15 p.m. Eastern from Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. It's the Midwest final. Houston is laying seven and a half with a total of 129 against the Oregon State Beavers. Tyler, you got first crack at this one. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm going to attack the uh, total here. 129 seems a little too low. I know neither of these teams are particularly fast in terms of their pace, uh, especially Oregon State. They're they're downright methodical and slow. And Houston is a great defensive team um, on, on their side of the ball. But 129 seems a little bit too low for a game. I think will be tight throughout. Houston does have a bucket getter in Quentin Grimes. The same can be said for Oregon State and Ethan Thompson. They've kind of ridden him to this uh, majestic run here. Uh, I just think 129 is a little bit too low. You mentioned the spread in these four games we're going to see in the next 48 hours, and it's a touchdown or more for all of the favorites. And I kind of like all the underdogs, so I would probably lean Oregon State if I had to play a side, but more comfortable with the total going over 129. I think it's going to be a tight game um, where we see these guys get some buckets uh, down the stretch. The line open is high as Houston minus eight and a half. So there's been some early money for Oregon State. I'm going to fade the move strictly out of spite. I have been spite betting <laughs> Oregon State, and I'm going to continue to do so. I bet him to beat Oregon in the Pac-12 semis, and I won. And since then, I've bet against them five games in a row, and I've lost all five. So I'm going to keep going. This five-game run, or excuse me, it was four games in a row that I lost. They're on a five-game run since the start of the Pac-12 tournament where they're shooting 41% from deep. But not only that, the opposition is shooting 21% from deep. There is no way they're going to continue to have this type of three-point luck. Maybe their numbers fall off, but the opposition has to shoot, start shooting better as well. Houston's eighth in three-point defense. They shoot 35% from deep, which is well above the national average. Spite bet number one, Houston minus the points against Oregon State. To the South final we go. It's Baylor laying seven and a half with a total of 148 against the Arkansas Razorbacks. This is actually ticked up to eight. So Baylor's laying eight now. Tip time's nine. 9.57 p.m. Eastern, again, from Lucas Oil Stadium. What are you thinking here? Yeah, I, again, I when I look at this, I and by the way, you're a glutton for punishment with Oregon State. I'm not getting in the way of that train right now, the way that Wayne Tinkle's squad has been uh, going. But Arkansas getting eight points in my pocket against Baylor. I think Baylor wins this game. If I had a you know a coin flip or you know gun to my head, I would say Baylor's going to win this game. But eight's a lot to cover. And Baylor, even though I have them going to the championship game and matching up with Gonzaga, a lot of respect for Arkansas. They're a team that can do it offensively. They can do it defensively. They can change pace. Eric Musselman, I think, is one of the best coaches in this tournament at adjusting to the personnel that they will see on the other side, to the scheme that they'll see on the other side. They have the uh, they have the the assets, the personnel on their side to do it. So Arkansas, I think they can win this game. You know, I think Baylor wins it more often than not, maybe a 60-40 split, but 
with Arkansas getting eight points, that's just a little bit too much for a team that is a three seed that has looked very good in this tournament. And uh, that's why I'm going to roll with the Razorbacks with the points in my pocket. Total sitting 148. I'll play the over. There has been some money coming in on the under, so I'm going against the move again. Baylor's averaging 72 points per game in the tournament so far. But take a look at the teams they've played and their respective tempos. Villanova ranks 336 out of 357 teams in tempo. Wisconsin ranks 329th. Hartford ranks 243rd. Baylor has put up big points despite playing some of the most methodical, slow-moving teams in the NCAA. Meanwhile, Arkansas ranks 17th in tempo. It's a completely different game script. I don't think they'll be flying up and down the court to the tune of a 17th-ranked team in terms of tempo, but I think it's still going to be a hell of a lot faster than we've seen in the previous three games. And remember something, Baylor's one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country, currently second at 40.8%. Arkansas struggles to defend the three. They're 138th in the country in three-point defense. I think we're going to get a lot of points here. Over 148 is the play. Before we say goodbye, let's go to the association. The Heat and the Knicks are getting together tonight in a game with a really low total. It's sitting around 204 and a half. You making a play here? This is Pat Riley and Jeff Van Gundy. This is Alonzo (laughs) Mourning and Patrick Ewing. When we sent in our picks for this podcast earlier this morning, about an hour and a half ago, the total was at 207. And in that 60, 65 minutes since then, Brother Joe, it's dropped two and a half points at 204 and a half. We know Miami and we know the Knicks and we know their culture. It is all about defense. And I can very easily see this game. That's why I was comfortable going under at 207, being a 94, 91 type of game. That drop though to 204 and a half is just so dang low. So i urge you to execute or consider some caution. If you have the stones to go under 204 and a half in an NBA game in 2021, more power to you. I would still lean that way if I have to, but that drop is a lot and that's just not very many points in the modern NBA, but both teams play slow. Both teams play great defense and by and large, they're basically healthy. Mitchell Robinson was back on the court for a few seconds for the Knicks and then got hurt again, but they'd been a great defensive team without Robinson all season long. So I would still lean under If you're not comfortable with that total, maybe look at some specific player props. Look at Julius Randle going under his point total because Bam Adebayo is such a great defender. Look at Jimmy Butler or R.J. Barrett more specifically, I think, because Butler might be uh, have the defensive assignment of R.J. Barrett, who's played really well, going under his point prop total. So I play if if the Heat and Knicks are matching up, I'm going under no matter what slightly cautious though, because it's only two or four and a half right now. Who knows? It could go lower by the rest of the day. Excited to get an extended look at this Miami heat defense with Victor Oladipo, who just a few years ago in 2018 was named NBA first team, all defense. They're already a top 10 defensive unit. So I can see why you're thinking under, I'm going to play an over in golden state, Chicago. It's two twenty four and a half. Steph Curry has been upgraded to questionable. He went through a full shoot around yesterday, Sunday after missing five games due to a bruised, tailbone the line in this game moved from Chicago minus five and a half to Chicago minus three which would indicate there's some good optimism for Curry to get back here both teams are top eight in terms of pace they love to move up and down the court Chicago middle of the pack in terms of defensive rating Steph on the court makes the Warriors the 13th ranked offense Steph off the court makes them the league's worst offense no surprise there tempo picks up dramatically as well with Steph Curry on the floor Warriors Bulls over 224 and a half. That's it for today. Under 10 minutes as promised. Please do us a favor. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. If you're enjoying the show, it helps us out 
tremendously. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow. And remember, Daily Wager tonight, ESPN 2, 6 p.m. Eastern.